Attack left lane. No. Attack the Gold Fury. Group up. Oh, you're fuzzy woozy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream! Split push. Howdy, folks. Dirt Naps Dad coming at you here today with Split Push, a Smite podcast here from the console perspective. Along with me today is Dirt Nap Dan. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? We also got Beagle Girl. What's up, everybody? And saving the best for last, it's my buddy Yuki. Hey, I am not last nor the best. Thank you very much. Dicey? Oh, shit. He's dead. Uh, Dicey, where are you at? Dicey. My bad. Dicey. Hmm. It seems like Dicey's on vacation or something. That's right. Dicey's on vacation this week. So, hey, hope you're having fun, Dicey. We're back here doing all the hard work. He's watching Pussy. the birds explode. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. I couldn't oh, God. Uh, so, all right. You know, we'll take our quick sidetrack here and try to get this out of the way so Gigglebox can calm down. I'm good. The other night, I was being all cinematic at dinner, retelling this story and acting like I was this movie producer. And I was like, you know, and you got the sunset and this and that. And then you have these birds flying across the sky. And as I did that, I kind of leaned off to the side, which relieved pressure, and I farted. And I, uh, and Beagle Girl's like, oh, oh, is that, did the bird explode? No, no, I just mumbled under my breath, the bird exploded. <laughs> uh, so yes, so for the last week, bird ex- exploding is now what a fart is. So anyway... <laughs> Let's talk about some games this week. Uh, you know, Beagle Girl, how 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 were your games this week? Well, on uh, Fortnite. Shut up! I have I did not play any Fortnite today. All right, I played Smite. So. Uh huh. Well, I played a game as Kukulain and I destroyed because I'm awesome. I went like seven here, three here. and something. <laughs> it was a hot game. That was fun. That had that had no randoms, right? No, that was a five man. Yeah, that was all of us. I, I particularly liked the amount of times you just rooted people in place for me as and I was playing ROM. That 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 was just <laughs> they're right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Played a lot of good games recently. Kukulane Roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is uh, passive. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember he's a shapeshifter in ways. A <gasps> oh no. Oh no. What? Kill it with silver. Yes. I'm right, I'm well, right, I'm right. Uh, okay, anyway, Ooh. what about your other games you said were pretty awesome? Oh, played, this was like a while back though. Played AMC for like the first time and got over, I don't even know how many kills. I think I got like 15. I don't know, I think it's somewhere around there. Anywhere between like 10 and 15. Yeah, I that remember was... that game. I think I was a participant in that and I was quite impressed for your first game. Yeah, I was like, oh god, I'm not going to know how to play this kid. Yeah, you were taking some pointers from Top Damage Dan over there, I think. Ooh. I, I, I destroyed that game. I'm a good teacher, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I will say, Dan, that you, you do teach me uh, to this day. I watch when I watch you play. I know it's sinking in. And I'm, I'm picking up on it because I've seen my damage coming up lately. And it's not because I'm just getting, you know, sitting here getting better. It's because, you know, I'm watching and paying attention to other people. I actually haven't been watching much YouTube lately. I've been watching you. <laughs> High five. Speaking Sweet. of you, how about that Cupid game last night, Dan? I think you had a Paris quadra kills in there. All I can say about that game is Cupid deserves Hydras in every build. Cupid deserves a rework. Cupid also deserves a rework, but that Hydras was fire, bro. Dash hit, one hit, boom. <laughs> I was I was playing as Izanami and I couldn't keep up. And I'm generally pretty good with her, but this was just, yeah, I'm just like, all right, this this fight's going well. And then it was just like, Double kill, triple kill, quadra kill. I'm like, damn. You know, and it was, the only sad part was is they both, I think both quadra kills came after we killed the first person. Somebody else getting them. Mm-hmm. So they were deicides, but eh, can't, can't, they, you know, that pentakill. Can't get them all the time, can you, Dan? No, but I don't leave anyone behind when I don't anyway. There you go. What other games you got going on? I know you you had a few good ones lately. Well, I did have a really good game the other night against bots on PC. What? Dan has PC Smite now. Just saying, everybody. If you want to hit me up on there, my name's the same, Dirtnap Dan, with the X's. I haven't been playing as much, but that's because I've been sleeping. But I will say the games that I've played recently, I've noticed that uh, I'm definitely going up in skill bracket somewhere. Because, uh... I don't go negative. I don't do the whole uh, one-digit kill line thing anymore. I played as um, Anubis the uh, other day, and it was it was not fair. I mean, they they lined up at one point, and I got like an instant quadra kill with my ult, and it was just like, get out of my game. Dan, I wish I would have seen that. And... Dan, that's called smurfing. That's what happens when you use a smurf account, because you're better than all not. of them. I was not. Uh-huh. Sure, you uh, you're talking PS4 Anubis, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think he was just PC. mentioning that he got the PC. Gotcha. Well, you, you haven't played against people in PC yet, have you? Oh, no, I'm not that stupid. I gotta <laughs> figure out how to hit buttons first. Yeah, uh, I can imagine it's a, a definite difference going from two thumbsticks to a keyboard and a mouse. Yeah, I yeah use, it's a little bit. I use PC mostly just to check out the changes before they go live on PS4. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. As it being a free game, that's a nice tool for that. That and PTS. Yep, PTS big time. Mm-hmm. Although PTS is supposed to be coming to console now. Yeah, right? I heard I that. I saw it. I heard it. That would be cool. They're starting to show console. Some love. Just Don't a little bit. Don't get used to it. Yeah. Don't get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Anubis, I didn't have a great game as Anubis last night, but I had one of those moments. And that's why I love that's what that's probably what i love about smite is that you can have moments and this was one of those moments where i'm running out the tower the only person that had been alive was our one rando who was playing amaterasu she was falling back to our tier two tower and i'm running up to it and she's like half health no mana full enemy team on her ass and i'm like i got this and i run over i get in between them and her i'm throwing my abilities out i, I go into my alt 
bam, double kill. They're still all around me. Amaterasu picks up kill number three. I, I spin off to the side. The enemy team had an Ares. I couldn't do anything at this point to avoid it, so I get yanked over with that. I, I run out. I get Dr. Peppered. I am down to 23 hit points, and I'm just yelling, give it to me, because I just needed an ability to get some lifesteal off, but I had stayed along, uh, or alive long enough, and a Terrasu stayed alive because of what I was able to do, that the rest of the team had rezzed and came back and did a quick cleanup, and we got a deicide, and I was just left kind of like standing there like, that was awesome, I'm still alive, <laughs> they're all dead. Nice. <laughs> but yes, that is why... I play Smites just for those moments like that where you're just like in the groove, you're in the zone. I mean, I was wiggling all over the place. And if you've never seen me play, I, I'm a I'm a squirrely one. I, I just no, I, I don't stand still. It, it, I all over the place. I, I love a good escape as much as a good kill. Hands down, I get out of dodge. I'm a happy clan. Like yeah, because that's not easy. And it, you know, it does require a lot of skill. And that's, again, why I play the game for those moments where skill shines through and you can really, really enjoy it. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that was a good game. You know, now I'm all happy because I'm thinking about this awesome moment that I had. In reality, I actually didn't get to play a lot of Smite this week because, well, us dirt naps went up to went up to camp and, and you know, enjoyed some nice wilderness weather and and well, I had a lot of work to do because we got up there and we had a fire Friday night. And, you know, it's the main reason why we go up there is the campfires and chillaxing and everything. Wake up Friday morning, go outside and on our about, you know, maybe 20, 30 feet area of where we keep our wood pile beside the fire pit. There was literally five very small, like one eighth size split pieces of wood left. That was it. I'm just like, I know what my job is today. Where's the chainsaw? Well, you know, get this, get the splitter out and, you know, got us a, a, you know, good couple feet of stacked up firewood for, for the weekend. And no, maybe there was a little bit left over for the next weekend. We do burn a lot. Because nothing, nothing screams, get back in connection with neighbor, like a little two stroke engine. (laughs) Speaking of your life, Yuki, how were your games this week? Oh, life. Why is it worth living? Oh yeah, Smite. Games. So, uh, alongside Beagle's epic Kukulin earlier with this oh, root, yeah. with, which apparently exists, uh, I was in that game and I was Hercules and we just trolled them. We would not let them hold still. The CC chains were beautiful. I mean, the guy was back there, his watch just lighting them up. It was a fun time. <laughs> yeah, that team, uh, you keep, give, give, give us a rundown of what this team was that we had because th- this was not even the enemy team had a Nox, and I didn't care. No, what well, we were Hercule. I had Hercules. Beagle had Kakolin. Guy had Opwatch. What did you have? Dirt Naps had you had Rom. I, I had Rom. Yep. And Necro had. It wasn't Fafnir. Yeah. No. No. Koozie. No. no, no. It was no. Guy had Kuzinbo. So who was? Uh, oh yeah. Ares. Yeah, he had Ares. Yeah, because... That was the other game, wasn't it? Because we threatened to yeah, call it was, him yeah, trash if you yep, yep, played I'm a bad Ares. Two games confused. All right, yep, it was Ares. And they were just, they were all squishies. Nox, they had a Naja, the Nox. 
dodgy. It was just, it was gross. They, they just didn't have anything to deal with our front line. Nobody on their team decided to build any tank items. It was a little struggle early because their burst was high in those first couple of levels. But after we got some defense online, it just, it didn't matter. We just run at them. Defense? I'm like, they're all squishies? That means I get to build crit. <laughs> yep. But and then I had some uh some pretty hot games earlier this week. I had one with uh with Zeus where I went twenty seven and three. I just oh. I like I would walk at him. I'm sitting there with Zeus and it just I would just walk at him and be like, Don't even bother. It's like don't turn and run. They group up for ults. And you it's just like flies on a turd. They just grouped up and just let me nuke them. It's a great yeah, time. I mean that is kind of how you you know a good way of playing Zeus is just look. I know that my damage is sufficient to kill you. Yep. So I don't need to escape. That's why I don't have one. My escape is just to destroy you. Learning learning the trick for for throwing out his shield with that too, and then hitting that chain lightning just as the shield lands. Because a lot of people will take that initial damage from the shield and dash out of the lightning strike before they get the. Uh, before they get the charges on them, but you can time it where the lightning hits it, your one hits it just as that shield goes off, allowing you to bounce before they have a chance to dash. Yeah, yeah that is a, a good way of playing it. Uh, someone, uh, well, I think you cued me in on that when I was playing him. I'm like, oh yeah, that works a hell of a lot better. It's a bit of a tricky uh, time. I was, yeah, I was struggling to, to get it to bounce off the shield. I'm like, man, they're just too far away yep. by the time I, I get out. And you're like, well, just you know, throw the shield and right as it lands, have the lightning bolt time for that. I'm like, oh, yeah, now, yeah. now we're moving. And if there's, if there's only one enemy around, you'll get three stacks on them. So you'll get a full charge detonate. You'll, I mean, you could literally blow your entire kit other than your ult on somebody that way and get the max yeah. damage out of it. You know who I've been playing lately? And Dan, you always told me I saved the best gods, you know, for last. I just never played them. Mm-hmm. Recently have been drawing Kronos. In, in assault and i'm like okay you know what i think it's time to finally break down and just play them i'm not gonna re-roll them not gonna trade them gonna play them and i don't know why i waited so long <laughs> i like this guy and i feel bad for the community as i start to hone in and get some muscle memory on this guy because oh my god i don't even know what i'm doing half the time and i'm murdering people i mean Today, I went like 4-2, and, and I was the assist king. But, you know, it was just one of those matches where I could just, I kept teeing you guys up, and, you know, whatever you didn't, you know, take care of, I would clean up and, you know, picked up a few few kills along the way myself, but was just kind of playing that utilitarian role. And, oh, I love that. Even doing that was awesome, just setting everything up for everybody. And, you know, well, that's the, the inner guardian in me, because deep down in, in gaming, my gaming history, uh, I am that that tank, that guardian guy. So, yeah, I, I don't play it a lot in this in Smite as much, but yeah, I still like it. I th- I think you're starting to really feel the creep on the mage side of things. I mean, ever since yeah. the start of season five. Well, speaking of mages, Yuki, I thought today would be a good day to talk about the state of mages in Smite right now, and with you being our resident mage master, I thought you might uh lead us in an interesting discussion here with you know what's going on with mages what you know what, what what's the meta looking like you know kind of like you know not a full tier list but you know hey who's hot who's not and you know stuff like that so what are you what are you thinking about mages here to, these days well i'm gonna say this outright straight here in the front preload this and uh 
wait for a little bit of hate from this because I'm sure some people are going to disagree. I'm going to say outright, this is the whole state of the game. Mages are where they're supposed to be. A lot of people, a lot of mages feel really strong right now with huge burst. That's their goal. It's not that they're over, I don't think they're necessarily overtuned as a whole. There's a, there's a couple of things that I have issue with for the amount of damage you're getting out of them. But on the whole, mages are doing what they're supposed to do. We came off of season three where they were kind of somewhere in between. They were building pseudo tanky, you know, running fairly high cooldowns. Season four, mages were a joke. They were putting hunters in mid because why have a mage? But season five, they buffed a lot of mage items. They got a lot of mages' movement speeds and base stats more in line with everything else that's going on in the game. And with those two changes, especially with the item changes, they gave mages the power they need because mages typically scale high, where their base damage is sort of in between. I wouldn't say they're low, I also wouldn't say they're really high, like a warriors tend to be. But because they tend to scale really high, they needed the items. Uh, we came into it with Kronos's pendant was, what, at 90, 80? 80, I think, at the end of last season? Had an 80 power on Kronos's, which was a big cooldown item. They had messed around with it a lot last season because it was one of my more favorite items. Yeah. And then they took power away from it. And I'm like, oh, you know, still pretty, pretty decent. And then, you know, but, you know, a lot more situational. And then the end of the season, they beefed it back up to 80 sounds about right. But I couldn't tell you for sure. Yeah. I mean, and then they they had the new they had Spear of Desolation retweaked with its new passive last season. Mm -hmm. But now we've got that with more power on it. I mean, Soul Reaver's got 135 power on it now. The Tahuti changes left even me a little bit concerned what was going to happen, because that was basically the one you're a mage, you have to buy this, or you'll just throw wiffle balls at the enemy the entire game. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't feel like I have to buy it. There's times I do now, and times more times that I don't. Actually, I would say I don't even buy it with a mage half the time, but that might partly be because well, I don't always get the full build either. Yeah, uh, I think Soul Reaver's a really good alternative. It depends on the the enemy team comp and my team comp. If I'm really putting in my ult there, specifically with a mage, to finish a team off or finish a group off, I want it for that power boost. But if I'm like playing Nox, where I have an ult better suited for engages, then I'm not. I'm gonna go with that uh, Soul Reaver for that high burst right out, because otherwise they're at full health and then you don't get the passive. But still got, what, 150 power now on Tahuti? I mean, they've just yeah, been cranking up the numbers. It's still nasty. Uh, I mean, it's still really good. I, I actually thought when I was playing Zeus the other day, I was going to cap my build out with it. But of course, you know, we we never got that far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I'm playing Zeus and you're, you're playing Zeus, you know, we're not getting to the end of a match. You know, we're, we're just steamrolling them yeah. and, and doing so much damage that it's just like, yeah. Like, well, even that match we played here earlier today when I was playing ROM, I just was starting to get in, into the fun crit items, and we're at the tight, and I'm like, oh, can we not finish this right now? I'm like, oh, good. I just stumbled into the, the group of them coming around this side, and you're all over on the other side. So good. I'm almost dead. I got to go. Yeah. They did a lot. I mean, there's when we got right at the beginning here at Season 5, I definitely the mage items were way overtuned. I mean, Warlock Sash double stacking being a thing that you almost never saw before it became relevant because of the huge amount of power that we were getting out mm -hmm. of, like, again, Warlock Staff, along with that survivability. 
and they've toned them down a little bit. You can still do some fun stuff. Like if you're looking, if you want to play around with percentage damage on mages, I mean, you've got Soul Gem now, you've got Rada Tahuti and Shaman's Ring. And you can do some fun stuff where you'll you'll take a tank and just like delete three quarters of the health bar with a single ability once you get once you line up all those passives. It's a, it's a perfect storm play, but it's fun to go meme around with just trying to do monster per percentage damage instead of going for a more traditional build. But I think they're in a good spot. They do what they're supposed to, which is critical. They're no they're not particularly survivable like they were right here at the beginning of season five in the first first two months I'd say. And, you know, as long as the meta keeps going like it's going and the item changes are working, it looks like they're bringing up hunters, trying to bring hunters up a little bit. That might interfere, especially with, like, Chernabog coming out, who's really who's going to be fairly strong in non-traditional roles. He's going to be a mage slayer. He could be problematic for I, him. I don't know. You know, I don't know about that. I You don't know about that. Because, look. No matter how fast you get up and do his ult and use his teleport, there's still a significant travel time on that ult. All I gotta do is, let's say I'm playing Poseidon, that clone pops up in front of me, I whirlpool up my feet, you instantly get into a cripple and I just nuke you. Just cracking you yeah, right there, it, don't it, even care. Possible. Throw a crack in your face. I just think his burst damage is gonna be un unsurvivable. Yeah. Thoth, dash back, wall up, stun as soon as you land. Nuwa, minions out, walk back, stun as soon as you're land. Zeus, yeah, I was throw my shield down and just nuke you. When the shadows hits you, you're slowed. Okay, so you're you're getting this slow on you. You're not sure if he's even coming your way. You know, he, he could be going to any one of your uh, other teammates. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you could beads that slow if you want to get further away from the shadow. But yeah, like Yuki said, you know, if you if he's coming your way, you're pretty positive. You can start to react, you know, a lot of gods, especially mages, are big. Okay, you want to come here? You know, hey, I'm Kukulkan. Come on into my whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready and waiting. Where are you at? You know, and, yeah, I mean, sure, he's going to come in with some, some mitigation, but it still gives us an opportunity to have a fight with him. So I don't think he's going to be this glorious mage slayer. I think he's going to be this glorious slayer of people that panic easy. I think he's going to be a glorious uh, ganker. I mean, you're looking yeah. at... there's. We now have two gods in the game that can directly travel to another god. I mean, just just think about it. Solo's, Solo's getting their, their shit cooked in, and Athena, you have an Athena on your team. The Athena ults over. While she's doing that and getting that taunt off, Chernabog hits ult, teleports to him, because it's like... It's like a minimum two-second travel time from what I've seen. It's a fairly significant, but you still got that time that they're Athena taunted, plus you're slow for you to get in and do your damage. He's, you're, it's going to be the surprise, the surprise element of that bonus amount of damage coming out of another person showing up. That's really yeah. going to make a difference. Also revealing so anyway, people on the map. But I digest. I think, yeah, I think mages are, are okay to deal with him. Uh, you know, I, I, I like mages. I... I don't play them as much as I think I would like to. I, I play other roles a little bit more, and I don't know why I've I've steered away from mages as a whole. But my, you know, my most played god is Ra, so obviously you know I'm not a, a stranger to the category. But as a as a group, most of my unmastered and 
unplayed gods were out of mages and, and assassins. I think I'm actually down to just two assassins I haven't played now, but you know, still out of the unmastered group, it's you know assassins and mages mostly. I blame me. Yeah, and part of it is <laughs> I play with good mages. I, I I play with you, Yuki, playing mages. I play with Dicey, you know, playing the support role, which has actually really allowed me to get much better at my warriors, my my ADCs, and my assassins. So yeah. I'm not complaining. I still fill any role, and I actually love playing the, the support roles myself. But it's one of those things where you know, hey, uh, I just I'm I'm just looking to have fun, you know. So. Yeah. I do love the burst mages, like you were saying. They really are supposed to be glass cannons. Yeah. You know, their their survivability is supposed to be pretty sharp and defined. They have like an opportunity to get out. If they don't get that, they're they're gone. You know, unless they're they got a good tank that can peel for them or you know a team that supports them for an escape. But you know, one on one, you got one shot to kill them, one shot to get away. Outside of that, you know, most mages aren't designed, you know, for that survivability. A few, few do though. Yeah, you have it built in. And you're seeing, and you're seeing that a lot in uh, the mages that have become popular and are getting played a lot and are doing well right now. Um, I mean, if you look at your top five, top couple of mages, you've got Thoth, Discordia, Nuwa. After her buffs made her so much better, they did such a good job getting her back into things without overtuning her. And they've all got that element, again, of some mobility, some CC to help them get out of situations, followed up with that big mage damage that you're looking for out of a burst. And it's made a, it's what's making them shine towards the top of the pack, especially like Discordia, who I will say a little overtuned because Strife is a skill shot, guys, we promise. That's why it takes mm-hmm. up half the lane. It's, and she it's can hard do to it hit. from forever far away. It it, feels she's like. got a lot of range. She's got a I lot of range. 60 on that. Yeah, sixty. It's one of those things. Like we were playing uh, against her the other day, and I'd always complain that like I don't even I'm not aware that she's even in the fight and I'm getting hit by that. But I was watching her and their enemy team come up the lane. I'm like, all right, you know, and and you know, five ten more steps, she's going to be in range of what I can do. And as soon as I started to think that, I I was hit by the strife or, or the or I was hit by her too and. And our one was already on the way. I'm like, yep. I don't even know what to do. Like, you know, I didn't even think we were remotely close to, to combat range yet. <laughs> and there goes half my health. All right, so let's reset the fight, you know. And granted, I took it to her after that. She didn't do that well in that match because I kind of got annoyed and said, well, that's enough of that. I'm just going to, you know, you're, you made the list. Sorry, we're coming after you now. Yeah, and it's it's just... She's got a lot of range. I honestly, as much as I love him, Thoth feels a little overtuned, and it still comes back to him having that stun that when he was released was a slow. The, it being, I think it being a stun's a little too much. That's a huge dash and a ton of damage alongside of a stun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I definitely think it should be a slow as much as I want him to be overtuned. Yeah, I mean, I love him death. I'd be okay with him still having a slow. I mean. I like having the stun because it certainly helps confirm kills or escape. But it being a slow, I don't think would... It would hurt him definitely a bit because, again, he wouldn't have a stun. But I don't think it would really affect the overall play. He'd still do a lot of damage. Like, Raijin right now is kind of a sleeper. They tune down Raiju, which 
you know, because Zeus's chain lightning's not bad at all. So, but we gotta tune down Raiju because he does too much damage. But he still does a lot of damage, and he provides more uh more use for the team. And then you know you've got other mages that do good in other roles. Hebo's a classic jungler. I'm not seeing a lot of that right now. Uh, here and there you do. He's still pretty good at it. I've been hearing uh, more about Hades in the jungle lately. Hades jungle, yep. Yeah, he's a, oh, I mean, that just sounds like a great idea for a jungler, don't you think, Dan? Yeah, I mean, he's got the perfect sustain for it. He's got the silence as soon as he comes in. He'll probably dive you out of the jungle. You have no idea he's going to show up until you're silenced and half dead. And in his ult. And if you're fighting in your wave, say goodbye. He doesn't even need his ult for it. Yeah. Hmm. Big so time. don't fight in wave, please. Especially if you're on my team, don't fight in the wave. Yeah. And people were playing Zong Kuei over in mid, or sorry, not mid, in a solo earlier at the beginning of the season. That fell off as they started to reduce, like, Warlock Sash. No, I was going to say Warlock Staff. Warlock Sash, they reduced its its potency overall, and it started to fade away. But you still get, like, Nox every once in a while you'll see in support, which isn't the worst. No, she's a real good supporter. Yeah. I mean, between the silence and the root, and you don't even have to worry about the combo if you're supporting. You're just trying to hold them still so your ADC can just say, oh, yeah. easy button. When the when the jungler jumps in for a gank, you just silence them and you all leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I hesitate to say Afro in support. People do it. I... I personally think that while she's good, mid, like in the mid game, in the late game, as as sort of a support character, especially now with the reset on her kiss going from three seconds when you hit an ally to one, and her ult can now be cast even if you're CC'd, the fact that she uses so much mana with her heal, which is her wave clear to help, but and that's only at level one. It takes a few levels before she's got her full kit. Really hurts her, I think, over more traditional supports, and just yeah. I mean, there you're at. You're kind of asking the the carry to to babysit the support for a couple of levels, which can work, but it also backfires a lot. Yeah, I guess you almost need to partner up with a with a carry that has some some of their own crowd control. You know, like a like a Kernidos that you know has a has the root, you know, and stuff like that to kind of just balance it out a little bit. But it, well, that's what I like about Smite, though, is you know you got these guys that aren't quite specialized for the role but they can kind of play it and then you just get someone else that can play their role and kind of play you know the other little bit and then you get some nice weird combinations out there that people don't expect and well when they don't expect it they don't necessarily know how to play against it either and if you know how to play your characters well you can roll with that nija support emir carry you'll win (laughs) and also part of that really does come from uh the two-week patch cycle over other MOBAs in games that have, you know, a month, three months, or longer patch cycles with up before the updates. We get so much change to character balance and item balance. It's part of what I think opens up Smite to so many different... I mean, their Assassins and Solo and Solo has been big recently. It was big in Season 2. Bakasaur and Solo was just kind of the norm in Season 2, and he's an Assassin. So it's just the the way they do item changes, especially as often, allows that even throughout a year, throughout a season, you're going to see a lot of different metas. You're going to see a lot of different things come and go. 
And it really does keep the game interesting because it cha- it's not stagnant. Yeah. for. It's like, oh, fuck this meta. I'm fucking over this shit for three months. It's fuck this shit. Hopefully they fix it in two weeks or next week, depending, you know. And tying that back into mages, <laughs> since we're... Hey, diatribe, motherfucker. Here. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mages actually are in a pretty good state right now. I, they I, are. Like I said, I haven't had the, the luxury of playing them a lot in, in recent times because, well, we've just had other people playing those roles but when i do play them i'm like you know this isn't kind of what i remember from a season ago you know where it was clunky at best you know it, you just didn't have a, a solid flow and and in this season i just the the items flow a lot more you have more control uh, i mean just kind of like you were saying with uh Nevada to Hootie, not having to buy that to to you know if you don't you know you're a noob or then, then you know, or that you're buying it third item, which means you're a noob too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. It's like, look, you just buy the damn thing at the end, but you have to because you're a mage. Yeah. And the fact that they they don't have that anymore is awesome because I like diversity in the game. I don't want to play against the same style of play every time because then you know what. I might as well play bots if I'm going to play against the same exact thing every time. Yeah, and you can only fix that to an extent, because at the end of the day, once a, once a, a buff or a nerf has gone through, one item is better than another statistically, and Smite's about statistics. Speaking of statistics, fuck magical ADCs, can we fucking do something about all of them? Please. Why does Souls 1 do so much damage if she's supposed to be a magical ADC? I just, I'm just going to put it out there. Fucking magical ADCs are bullshit. Agreed. Fucking soul. Get Freya out of my game. Oh god, yeah. Freya, oh, yeah. soul, yeah. Fuck Freya, mm-hmm. dude. Fuck soul. They, they Kronos. Are, uh, they are nasty. I will give them that. Kronos I, can I, literally I, one-shot anyone at level 20. He's just... Yeah. <laughs> with, with, three, with, with three attack speed items. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just... Man, poof. Have 500 damage. We were playing Joust, what was it, last week, and I was Soul? Were mm-hmm. either of you there for that? No, or was I that, that one. That must have been with, it was Guy and Dan, I accidentally, yeah. uh, or not, uh, sorry, was it Guy and Dan, or was it, no, it was Guy and Necro. I think it was Guy and Necro, I don't yeah. remember. It was Guy and Necro, I accidentally queued a Joust. That's a whole different topic, fucking Joust. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, I'm going Soul. And granted, they didn't bring a support to the party, but just... The fact that I was only a level ahead of them, and my one was three-quarter healthing, they're, they're two assassins and a carry, and it's just like, and then, but I'm supposed to be an auto-attack, I picked soul so we'd have an, uh, an ADC, and it was going to be magical, because we needed it for the team comp, but I'm, this is just fucking bullshit. They're under tower, they're at the back of their tower, and I'm three-quarter healthing them as soon as they come up. Yeah, the the range on that thing it, it is pretty wide. Yeah, you know, it is. It, she cast. I thought a the range on Souls One was kind of you know low. Souls One's kind of a circle underneath her. Yeah, I was gonna say another one or, or two. two. <laughs> yeah, fuck me. I I wanted to say that and then I just went right just, into the, the other. I just kind of let him go. Time. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna see how long I can meme this out. I'm offended. Nobody insulted <laughs> me for it yet. <laughs> I was just sitting here thinking, wait a second, you know, like, I think I need to call this out, and then I'm like, no, no. all right, yeah, so anyway, her one, the, rain, the Her one does a shitload of damage. 
The I one mean, does do a shitload of damage. I mean, it's not like insane, but but for a heal, for a self heal and attack speed steroid, it does a shitload of damage. It's just bullshit. But so it her is fucking... hard to kind of dish that damage out. I mean, if you're you know someone's got to be up in your face, you know, or you're in minions. Have you ever that. heard of Souls Three? Her, her escape, her her, what? her super beads. Oh, her super beiges. Yeah. yeah. I'm quite familiar with that too. I got her, guys. I got my my goal in every game. My goal in every game with Soul is to kill somebody with that, and usually you can get it. So her two, since apparently I can't maths right between one and four, is is mm. and I think one of the things that really makes it frustrating to to fight against is it has a stupid amount of range. It has a slow on the first instance of damage, then does an additional. Which it's like, and if you get hit by the side, it's like it always hits. It's got a huge radius. You, it's actually, I feel, I feel it's fairly unpredictable because if she, if you intentionally, as a soul player, clip a minion wave instead of aiming right at them, they think they're safe because it's not going towards them, and they take the full brunt of the damage, and clear the wave. Yeah, yeah the, the, the magical ADCs are definitely uh, a different, totally different style. I, I'm, I don't know that I want them out of the game though. I like the challenge. I'm gonna say keep them in. Yeah, keep I agree. Is. Let's let and and this is hard hard to say with real conviction behind it. I want to say that they need to nerf the base damage on the abilities, but on the other hand, they don't have a lot of attack good attack speed options available to to the magical no. hunters. So it's like, what do you do? There is some things that they need to look at overall item wise. I'll I'll agree with that. And it, and it but that goes both ways. I mean it's yeah. just like in assault, mage's lifesteal, no problem. Oh, you're playing a physical person? Good luck. Well, you can either have an end game item or, you know, a, a, a you know, a tier two, you know, bridge item. Yeah. All right. Between. Because the bridge item is supposed to bridge you to the last one, but realistically you need both because they're the only two items you can get. Ossian Bloodforge, yeah. Yep. Now, granted, they they did update the stacking items, which led to that, which I was fine with. I'm glad pretty much all stacking items, except for Hide of the Urchin. It's still a stacking item. Go fuck yourselves, high-res. It's a stacking item. It shouldn't be in there. That'll also Agreed. keep my support from <laughs> buying it instead of buying a fucking Heart Ward or something useful for the team. Yeah, if you're yeah. a support playing in Assault, please buy Auras, because you don't realize how much that helps the entire game. Oh, fuck yeah. If, and if, don't forget, you get the aura too. Yeah. I, I, I know when I first started playing, I had no idea. I'm like, I don't know if I get this or not. I The way it reads, I read like I get these stats and I give the stats to my team. Like, okay, that's cool. I get to help my team out. I never realized in the very beginning, like, you know, way, 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 way back that that's how it worked. I had to go figure that out. You know, it was a question I had. I'm like, oh, let me go figure this out. And Oh, okay, it does. Stack on you too. Yeah, and it helps the whole team. Which, if you're a support, I don't care what you think you're doing. Without your team, you're you're not gonna win. Just just build the auras. Go into what you want to do later. Build the auras. It'll help win the game. Every time, it'll help win the game. It, your mages will love it because you'll be alive in front of them and be feeding them hit points and mana. Yeah. Oh, the mana. And then they will kill things that are trying. To get past you and then you will win game because those guys are dead and you're now taking objectives yeah but so who who's the hot mages right now if you had to say 
top three mages in your mind, who's the top three? Oh, God. Discordia, definitely. Discordia is number one. Thoth. Yeah. I, and then after that, I think it's really a mix. You're seeing my brain totally shutting down in front of me. Uh, you're not seeing a lot of Raijin. He, he started to fall off after his nerves. Uwa is still kicking pretty good. And I think that's your, really your like three of your top mages right now. I mean, they're good in just about any team comp. Poseidon works in good. Just um, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw another name into that hat that I think rightly deserves to be there. Agni. Yeah, Agni. That's the other one. Agni is huge right now. It's I mean, the the ult's not costing mana just time with the amount of damage that they're doing right now. Agni's seen a resurgence here, and mm. it's just. Oh, I fucking and, hate and there's it. There's so many different ways you can play him. You can play him from. I'm just going to destroy you to, you know, hey, I got a lot of DPS on my team, but, you know, we need some crowd control. Watch how I can stun y'all. The whole team? Yeah. Um, oh, my yeah. favorite thing I've gotten some five-person stuns already. Yeah. My favorite yeah. thing is definitely going against Agni mid when I get stuck as mid, and <laughs> I don't even see him before he kills me because he triple-bombed me from the jungle and I was stunned the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, stunning your minions. Beagle Girl, what do you think? What 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 are your top mages? Like top mages I would I see or like who, who do you think's the best ones out there right now? Whether it's well, yeah, the best ones to play or the, the, the hardest ones to play against. Beagle, who butters okay. your bagel? <laughs> <laughs> who oh who puts gosh. the cream cheese on? Well, Agni That's is go one of my favorite mages to play, and I see him a lot in a t- I mean, I do see him a lot in Assault as well as other games, but he's really annoying to go against in mid. I, I've done it before when I was Agni as well, and it was so annoying. It was the worst game of my life. <laughs> yeah, and I do like when you play Agni. Matter of fact, you played Agni, was it earlier today or yeah. yesterday? It was and... earlier today. Oof. First game today, I think. We got to the end, and I'm looking at the damage. I'm like, who was that? I'm just like spamming my ult everywhere. Stun, spam my ult. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Because the cooldown works on his ult stacks. It's stupid. Uh, I was such a proud papa. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so... Who is out right now? Who, who Who's in the gutter, Yuki? Freya. Kronos is, mostly. Like, his passive is good, but he's kind of fallen off for the burst mages. Opwatch, depending on the game mode, is either in or out. I think it almost specifically comes to the game mode anubis was big early in the season he's still seeing some some play but with the nerf to typhon's fang he kind of started to fall off because you couldn't just you know go from 10 to full 10 hp to full life with two abilities you can only go to 75 percent life now so that's you know big fucking difference i know so not not worth playing anymore now yeah i know please he's not broken why should we bother I can't even think of mages off the top of my head right now. <laughs> Raijin <laughs> fell off a lot. Raijin just seems to be one of those gods that he's either just ridiculous or nowhere to be seen. Yeah, he he's he's all in or or not there. I, and I kind of feel like I kind of feel like Zhang's that way right now. Zhang's like the you know the, the stepchild of Smite. He doesn't get skins. He's kind of <laughs> on the low end of the, of, of of the tier list. 
I mean, he can be good. Like, he's got, like, I'd like the idea behind his kit, but it can just be very effective at times. And then there's times where, well, you know, whether it's you're playing in assault and there's just not enough minions to get the stacks, or, or if you're in the team fights and the minions are just getting killed, you know, you just lose so much effectiveness if you don't have, you know, there's little guys out there. Yeah. And he falls into two categories as far as what brings him up or down. And that's, he's a mage that has to get in close, which as a mage is risky. Mm-hmm. He does build protections with his passive mm-hmm. for the souls during uh, in his old. And he also falls into the category of he has to be in a fairly unsafe position to clear the wave effectively. I mean, yeah. And to build the stacks for his passive, he has to walk pretty close to that wave. And that's just, it puts him in, it puts him in awkward positioning. He falls into like a Zeus or a Cuckoo or an Anubis. He's got great damage. I mean, he's got great CC in his relatively short cooldown stun. He's got tick damage and a heal. And it's just, a lot of it has to do with team comp, but he's just not safe, which is, a big thing and what makes a mage good or not is whether or not they're a safe pick because they're so squishy 90% of the time. And that's just the spot he's in. And that, and he's always been that way. He comes and goes. You'll see him in mid. You'll see him in jungle every once in a while, which is crazy. You'll see him in solo lane building tankier. Cause he's got a lot of the, he's got a lot of the things that you look for in a warrior and forcing a, a, your opponent's war, uh, solo laner to go into magical defense instead of physical early can really mess them up a little bit, especially if they don't know how to play around Zonkwe. Yeah, he, he is definitely... Uh, I like the idea, but again, I think it's just hard to hard to execute in Smite. It just the, the danger factor is so extremely high that yep. if you're not on point with exactly where you need to be, you're where you not need to be, and now you're dead. Yeah, bud. Big time. Alrighty. Well, I think that kind of gives us a pretty good overview of where, where the, the mage situation is here in Smite at the current State of the Union. Any final thoughts on mages before we move on to this week's session of progression? I try not to think about mages. They give me nightmares. Oh, there was something. There was something that was right on the tip of my tongue. Not off the top of your head, but it is on the tip of your tongue. No, it's on the top of my tongue, because I wouldn't want it under my tongue. That would be weird. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't think. I have no idea. All right. Well, if it comes back to you, fire it out there. So, on this week's session of progression, how did Dan do, do, do. choose who are... Uh, focus would be on and uh who did you choose there little buddy i actually chose thanatos because there was a recent change for me in my play style uh, i watched a couple videos you know thought about it a little bit you know there was always that thanatos in in my games on, my, on the enemy team he would just come in and immediately kill my whole team and we'd respawn and he'd kill our whole team and we'd respawn and he'd kill our whole team and we'd surrender it's because he's bullshit then i play thanatos and I feel like a pile of dead rocks getting beat on. And I didn't know why. For the longest time, it just sucked as him. And Dirt Nap can attest, every time I got him, I was like, oh, oh God. God. 
<laughs> but now I find myself constantly being that new Thanatos. If I was mad at him and he asked me who to play, I'd be like, Thanatos. Thanatos. <laughs> right. Doesn't work anymore now. But so before we get into uh, what you learned there, Dan, uh, hey, Yuki, Yo. what's what's the lore on this guy? Well, he's the emo stepchild of I'm kidding. Uh, so Thanatos <laughs> is the Greek god of death, literally the personification of death. He is tasked with collecting every soul who dies and taking them to the underworld to meet up with old Hades so they can have a you know, nice time roasting marshmallows around the fires of eternity. And drinking mimosas. Ooh, mimosas, yes. With umbrellas in them, or it doesn't count. Pink and green ones. So there's, there's a couple of stories where something happens, Thanatos gets tricked, and nobody dies for a day in, in the ancient world. Interesting pointers with them, I would definitely have to say, is uh, Nemesis is a sister. He has a twin brother uh, called Erebus. Or sorry, not Erebus. Erebus is one of his parents. Erebus and Ni- uh, Nyx are his parents. And his twin brother Nyx. is... Yep, NYX, Nyx. His twin brother is Hypnos. You might know as from words like hypnosis, hypnotherapy, uh, literally the god of sleep. And he's typically lumped in with a bunch of the other gods from the Greek world that have to do with, you know, negative things. So you got Moros, Doom, Eris is Strife, people like that. He is mentioned in the Iliad, and he's rarely seen directly in his own lore, so he's, that makes him sort of a minor god as far as Roman uh, Greek mythology is concerned. He's referred to a lot, mentioned. He's, you know, Zeus is up there giving his speech, and Thantos is just kind of trolling around, doing the grunt work, uh, just getting his shit done. I, You guys have seen, like, movies like uh, Silence of the Lambs' Butterfly Effect. You see a lot of butterflies kind of uses imagery for death or dead people or a serial killer's calling card. Uh, one of his most popular symbols Oh, was why did we not have a butterfly skin for him then? That would be <sighs> so kawaii. Because it wouldn't be brutal enough, bro. We gotta give <laughs> him Kawhi more... Thanatos and his oh. butterfly skin. Oh, God. With oh, a smiley face God. mask. Come with on. A, with a smiley face. Nope. Joker skin. Come on. Joker skin with butterfly wings. <laughs> Painted on smile. <laughs> um, How about just a smiley face emoji? Or a winky face, because, you know, he always pisses people off and kills them in one hit, so, like, <laughs> winky face would be better. Ugh. Something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. And Thantos has been a pet a couple times. He's been tricked and basically put on a leash to do the bidding of other people. I mean, he's just... He's referred to a lot. It's actually a very interesting character in the mythology, because he's core to everything that happens, but never in the forefront. He's like the support in Smite. He's always there. And nobody ever has given the the respect due to him. But damn it, yeah, But he gets his job matter. done. Well, yeah. ask so, Necro about so, that. I'm not so sure. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. So, so Thanatos is, is basically, uh, is he what gave birth to the, what our modern day image of the Grim Reaper? Is? Yes. Yep. He was often shown with a sickle or a sword. The The sickle, as you know it, from the Grim Reaper is a, is a threshing sickle. Uh, that actually pops up more in a little later, kind of towards the end, the the waning days of 
the Greek Empire back in the oldy day. But that's where you get the wings. The Archangel, an, uh, Fallen Angels, Angel of Death all come from Thanatos' mythology and imagery. All right. Well, definitely uh, this is a god, I'll, I'll be honest with you, he's one of the guys I haven't played much. He, he's again i'm saving the best gods for last right right dan yeah <laughs> i haven't played him at all yeah. <laughs> i wish i were so, better with him but i'm not so dan do you want do you want to go over the abilities or, or do i need to do that i mean uh i can do it oh, well, uh, high five then old bike have at have at him all right so the first thing on thanatos's abilities is his passive his passive is basically there's a threshold of health that when oh sorry dun, 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 random dun. messages going off on my computer get off your phone dan uh it's my computer same thing they're both machines <laughs> <laughs> um enemy gods under a certain health threshold which actually happens to be why is it not in here it's cuz it's on his ult oh jesus yeah, because it actually does change uh, yep. as you level the ult. Yeah, okay. So it goes from 24 to 40%. Yes. And anyone that's under that threshold gives him a speed boost when he is moving towards them in his two as well. They are revealed so he can see them uh, wherever they are, unless they are stealthed. That does not reveal them. Dealing the killing blow to enemies heals Thanatos based on the max HP of his target and reduces his active cooldowns by 5 seconds. Gross. Which that's is just, gross. That's just, just completely stupid. gross. Additionally, all of Thanatos' abilities cost health and mana to use, so you don't need to build a super amount of mana sustain. You uh, use your health, but it is percentage. And also, the HP restore percentage on minions is 10%. Still, so twenty percent on gods. Yeah, it's still a fair bit. I, I think this is honestly just—I don't know that I ever just sat here and looked at his passive like this and like realized what all that does and and how that works with what he does. I'm just like that makes a lot more sense now that I'm just sitting here and actually looking at it and thinking about it. It's like, oh, okay. He's got one of the most integrated passives as far as a a, a god's kit and their passive. It really, it's one of the few that works itself into most of his kit. I mean, well, basically all of it with the, with the you know, health percentage loss for using abilities. But again, I mean, there's, it's pretty substantial across his entire kit, which is fairly rare. Correct. Yeah, that is pretty rare. Moving on to his first ability here is Death Scythe. He flings his scythe at an enemy dealing damage. It's 100 to 380, which is pretty substantial. At the end there. Plus 60% of your physical power. Not crazy scaling, but pretty strong. Bonus damage, though. 10% of God's max HP. Ouch. Bullshit. Healing. 75% of the damage dealt. Ouch. That's oh. insane. By the way, you're slowed by 20%. Ouch. And what's its range? It's, its range is like, what, half a mile? It's range doesn't it's say not, on here. It's not on. <laughs> it's it's not on there. Not, that was me making yeah. a joke because it's it's huge. I think it, I think it's like fifty five or sixty units. It's a yeah, really yeah, long I, attack. It's got to be fifty five or sixty. 
they need to update some of these and, and put the range on because Discordia has a range on there. Oh, it's 60. Oh, like, yeah, no wonder it's so far away. Yep. I went over to Poseidon. I'm like, what's his range? I'm like, it's not even in here. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that does kind of bother me sometimes as well. On to the second ability, Send a Death. This is a stim, uh, so it's an immediate activate. You hit your two, it's up. He gains immunity to slow effects and additional movement speed and physical penetration for six seconds, which is a pretty substantial amount of time. His speed bonus when moving towards an enemy god within his passive is doubled, and it consumes 5% of his HP when used. The penetration gained is 15 to 35, the movement speed is 10 to 30%, and then you get an additional, the double as well, with the, uh, with leveling it up. Again, Thanatos' abilities cost barely any mana. It starts off at 20, and ends at 40. And then we move on to his third and most broken ability, in my opinion, Soul Reap which is where he swings his scythe in the big arc and everyone dies. Oh wait, it also silences you, and it does slow you down while you are swinging it though, so you have to pay attention when uh, when chasing, it's not a good ability to use. It's, it's more of a, I'm in combat and I'm trying to silence you out of getting away. Yeah. Its damage is 100 to 300 with 70% scaling, the silence duration is one second. You can't get any longer silence by upgrading it. The cost, again, super low, 25 to 45. And um, just a, a tip, the hitbox swings from right to left always. So you can use that kind of to your advantage, knowing that. Also, we have his fifth, fourth ultimate, Hovering Death. Thanatos flaps his wings and ascends for five seconds, unable to be hit. While airborne, he has a movement speed buff, and he can airbomb into a target location, dealing a shit ton of damage. If you are below the threshold, you are immediately executed. And if you are not, you are stunned. It consumes 10% of his HP to use. The damage starts out pretty low at 90 and ends, again, pretty low at 2.30. It's mostly for that execute and stun. You can engage, you can execute, you can escape with this ability. The bonus movement speed is 150%, so you can get way out of dodge or way into it if you are uh, building any sort of um, extra movement speed items like um, Heartseeker or something like that. The kill threshold percentage starts at 24 and ends at 40. It goes up by 4 every level. Again, low mana, 40 to 80 for the cost. 90 second cooldown. Not the longest, definitely, especially with the uh, cooldown reset on his passive. Nice. So, Dan, I'm interested. What was it that you learned that, that took you from feeder to feaster? Well, I mean, it was kind of the same thing as when I learned how to play Anubis. It's called, don't be a bitch, get up in there and kill people. Your scythe heals you for so freaking much, it's just ridiculous. You can basically two-shot squishies in the early game with a scythe and a scythe, or maybe a scythe-scythe basic, and they're dead. And then you're fed, and now you can do it to anybody. That's it. That's that's literally just how I figured it out. And, and patience is 
still definitely a thing because you are still an assassin. So you gotta kind of find that perfect balance of patience and what I would say is onslaught of aggression. (laughs) So what are... What are some of the combos? I mean, I've again, I'm sitting here like I've seen people play them. You know, all right, I see he's got a slow in his one, he's got a silence in his three, he's got you know some movement and, and penetration in his in his two. His alt is unique and pretty awesome. So, what would you say the the main main combos are that you that you want to look for, and and you know in the engagement and so forth. Okay, so main combos for Thanatos usually involve either um, entering the fight with your three or your alt. You don't want to exactly enter the fight by hitting your two because that basically just alerts everybody like, oh, Thanatos is about to do his thing, blow him up. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, if you do activate it first, try and activate it from a farther distance so that it just kind of looks like you might go for a scythe and that's it something like that but um a lot of his a lot of his entrance to a fight is on his ex- execute all and his uh silence basically what you want to do is if you can get it off hit your two go in silence them hit them with that scythe and they honestly will be at such a low health that you'll be able to just basic him a couple times and they'll be dead yeah his his two is movement speed boost it's got a huge audio cue right something along the lines of loki yeah, yeah, definitely. It's got a huge, like, um, wind almost esque audio key. Yeah. Have you ever timed how long it takes his ultimate from the sound cue to landing? Oh yeah. Do you, Do you know what the time frame is? Pretty damn short, but yeah. uh, I don't know offhand. I just kind of. It's about a quarter of a second. <laughs> yeah. Which you should know for counterplaying him. I just hear it and, you know, do what I need to do. I'm more of a reactionary than a thinker. Yeah. Yeah, Dan and I tend to be intuitive about things and not so much, oh, it's it's 0.25 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good to know. Yeah, it is good to know. Definitely, the more you know, the better you'll be. Definitely want to learn as much as you can. What do you think, so, how do you counterplay him? Like, now that you've played him a lot, what do you do to counterplay a Thanos, Thanos on their team? Okay, so counterplay is definitely, beads is a must. I mean, honestly, there's nothing more annoying than when you try to initiate with your alt and silence and the guy beads and you just use your two CC abilities. Yeah, you might still be able to hit him with your scythe, maybe, but he might also dodge it. He might also stun you, you know, all that kind of shit. Beads is good. Because when he dives on you, you can just immediately switch off and bomb him back. Because he's not a tanky person unless he builds that way. He is definitely a glass cannon. He just has a lot of sustain. Right. Also, definitely like items like Mag- Magi Cloak. The one with the bubble. Bubble Cloak. You yeah. Know, stuff like that. That'll get rid of the silence. That'll get rid of the stun from his ult, at least. You know, things that'll let you at least have a chance to dodge his other abilities. Because really, the, the, the main thing to surviving a Thanatos is to dodge that one. That one has so much damage. At level 20, it's 380 plus 60% of your power, so probably like, I don't know, 500, 600 damage ability. Plus, it does 10% max HP to gods. I mean, if you're at 50% HP, he's getting 10 of it for free. He's only got to do 40 more, and he's an assassin. He's going to. Yeah. 
Um, and if you get away from it, it's got a 20% slow on it. So he's just going to chase after you with his super movement speed penetration while you're slowed with no health. So I, I just have to I just have to bring this up because uh, here on the recommended items list, Wind Demon. <laughs> Don't build crit as Thanatos. <laughs> Don't do that. It may seem fun. It's a meme. It that's it. It's a meme. You want to build Hydra's penetration, Heart Seeker, things that will actually make you useful instead of a attack based bot because. Your abilities is what makes you shine, not your basic attacks, even though they are fairly strong, especially with the cleave at the end of his kit. The other thing to be very careful of with Thanatos is that you can overcommit on penetration. Yep. Because of his yes. two, what is it? You only need 15 You only need one flat one pen? pen. One flat pen item will put yeah. you yeah. where you need to be. I think it's be. 15. You know, I haven't checked it recently, but it's somewhere in there, but... You cap out with 35 pen through his 2. So 15, but you, a lot of times you take Jotuns and you just overcap a little bit, but it's one item. You're not committing more than one item to do it. Yeah, yeah, Jotuns is real pen. good because you get the cooldown, which helps your sustain. Yes, Jotuns is wonderful on him as the one penetration item. Also, sometimes I am guilty of overstacking because I will take Jotuns and Heartseeker just because Heartseeker is so good on him. With the, with the cleave, you can hit three minions with three attacks and get five basics out of it. Easy. And you have enough to do a Heartseeker proc. Yeah. And a Heartseeker or- proc on his one is just obscene amounts of damage. I mean, you can literally take anybody in the game and half health them, if not 80% health them with this. Well, you know what I have to say about that, Dan, is that this is a dynamic game. And there are going to be times where you don't care about going over a cap, whether it's, you know, penetration or cooldown. And sometimes there's four other effects on an item, you know, but you already have Breastplate of Valor and Jotuns, you know, and you want to throw in something that, oh, well, like, you know, maybe a, a you know, Shield of Regrowth like or, or a Male Renewal or something that has, you know, that I always throw in that overcaps me. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you have all this other stuff going on. So, hey, you know what? Going over is okay in certain cases. There yeah, are I mean, if you're fighting three magical and two me. of them are Al Kuang and um, Zong Kuei, <laughs> yeah, pick up an Ansile. It doesn't matter if it gives you 50% cooldown. That's a good item. <laughs> It'll help you live. And, and something else to remember as Thanatos... Something else to remember as Thanatos with the whole uh, penetration overdoing thing is yeah with your two up you're over you're overstacked but with it down you're not so it's okay to have you know jotuns and heartseeker or something like that yeah you're not, you're not to get the crazy. most to get statistically the most out of thanatos you would technically only buy one right the beagle you don't play thanatos nope you just heard all about thanatos yep what are your thoughts on the Grim Reaper. I mean, maybe someday I might want to try him. I don't know. I mean, assassins for me, like, I'm not great with them, but I'm not terrible with them. I mean, like, you've seen me play Bastet, but that's Bastet. She's super easy to play. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, one. 
okay, I'm safe. You're dead. <laughs> Bye. Yep. Yeah. No, seriously, I mean, you know, anything that, that, you know, you like, if, if I were to say, hey, you're going to play Thanatos in our next match, what would you ask us right now? How do I build? And Well, I mean, we've talked about that, but, like, it really just depends, like, who is who we're playing against, really. And then well, you I would, know that that's actually I'm I'm very proud that you just said that. <laughs> that <wouldn't> is <laughs> true. Hey, hey, smite smite folk, listen up for a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clue you in on something. You can't sit back and build the same six items every game. That nope. is not playing smite. That Unless is you're a bot. that'll get you a basic forty percent win rate. Yeah, you want to get good. Realize that you gotta look and see who your opponent is. What's going on on the field? Who your allies are, and yes. you know, it, it, yeah. It, all right, I'm like, I'm not gonna get up on that soapbox. <laughs> all right, all right, Oprah, uh, get just, off your tangent. <laughs> just, just check the stat screen like all the time. If you're not actively oh, yeah. engaged in a fight, just tap it and look at one person's couple of items. I mean, it yeah. can be. What are they building? Yeah, like even yeah. if you're not Paying counter attention. building. Yeah, paying attention to enemy builds is uh, very, very crucial because like. You know, wh- what if you didn't know that Giannis had a freaking Soul Reaver and you just ran at him? And like, all of a sudden, <laughs> oh my god, he just two-shot me. How did he do that? Oh, well, he had Soul Reaver. I wish I knew that. Well, there's this yeah. handy button Ooh. called Tab and or the Push Pad or whatever it is on Xbox that will show you that. And then you don't have to complain about that. <laughs> Speaking of Giannis, there's a guy we didn't mention earlier. He's uh he's pretty hot right now too. Giannis is. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about mentioning him, and I just kind of trailed off. Uh, Giannis is definitely one of the hotter mages, mostly to me for his uh, cross map rotation. Yeah, yeah, he's get, really get hit, strong in Congo. Get hit for 500 damage. Here comes the whole team. Yeah, and it's it's not even like only he goes. The whole team can just jump yeah. in the closest portal. Hey. Hey, since we're backpedaling back to you <laughs> oh, we're backpedaling. We're on a unicycle for this one. <laughs> I'm going back to I'm going back to fucking games of the week here. I want to talk about not something that was cool that we did. I want to talk about something that was cool that was done against us. We were playing assault yesterday. It wasn't cool. And, and <laughs> not at all. We're all fighting. We're, we're this is a back and forth game. I mean, they had a Discordia. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm thinking that's the and, only reason that we yeah. Back and forth, like 43 to 42 kills in the end, something like that, maybe 53, 52, a lot. I mean, it was just back and forth, hard fault the whole game. You know how they won? They started using wards and teleport. Oh, yeah, that old strategy. Dude, (laughs) it was just so funny because we were going in on our Phoenix, and they just came in behind us and took us out. It was like, what the hell just happened? It's, Why are it, they behind us? Oh, yeah. It's, How did they end that game, Dirt Nap Dad? Yeah. I was Hades, and I was coming out, like, you know, our Phoenix was down, like, I'm going to put my sentry ward right here on the Phoenix area. I look around, I don't see anything. I go out a little bit further, I put my ward out too far, cause, or actually too short. They put mm-hmm. it right out a little further, and I couldn't even run back fast enough. Yeah. No minions, the three of them, bam, Titan's dead. Yep, their yeah. whole team had upgraded teleport, but three of them died. Three of them basically ran at us and <laughs> said, here, take us, oh no, we might lose now, and then teleported to our Titan and soloed it, the three of them. Yep. Yeah, 
Did that change because the when when you had to have upgrade teleport to go to wards, people quit doing that as much. I I will say their 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 uh their clan tag was ass and they played like it. Yeah. <laughs> they were asses, but they were good. And yeah, I I, 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 I had Giannis. high five hats off to them. They, they beat us fair and square, and, and I had a great time playing that game. Great time. I had I had Giannis in assault yesterday with Necro. Necro had tear. I just kept putting my my portal on the wall and just yelling at him to run through. He portal through to the other side of their tower and just die. <laughs> And you're we'd laughing a, at him. We'd get a couple of them, but I'd just leave him, like, go through. And I'm like, he's like, I'm going to die. And I'm like, I know, but they're, they're getting killed. And he oh, kept doing my. it. Why not? What about that Giannis we had last week? Since Learn we're your just lesson. Just going off on this terrible tangent. Oh, God. That Giannis we had last week where he would just portal to the back of the tower against all five and oh. kill, kill one or two and fucking portal back out. Like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah! I remember, that guy was good. Yeah. At first yeah. we're like, oh, what's this ass doing? <laughs> and then it was like, oh. Our assumption, oh, what's this fucking oh, idiot doing? Dude, th- this guy is fucking, like, like, oh, he just went back there to die, you know? And, and then, like, it was around the corner. He had, like, no health left. His last, he comes out know, with a double saw. kill. He comes out with a double kill and portals back through. He's all good. He wasn't dying the tower. He was just getting some kills. That's yeah. all. The trick yeah, for that, by like, the way, oh. is throwing your portal out and not going through it immediately. So you throw your portal up on the wall to do that, and you let the cooldown start ticking, and then you go through last seconds so that your your portal will be up sooner when you get over there, and you're kind of up shit's creek if you don't have it. Oh yeah, yeah but he he was over there for a good minute. He was just killing the hell out of them. Yeah, they had no because they were like had no idea what was going on. I'm like he's done this to you yeah. three times. Who, who imagines that a Giannis is just going to portal into five people and deal half of their health <laughs> boogie, all at boogie. the same time? Boogie, boogie, boogie. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dead. we were like, we were too hurt to even attack the tower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we were stunned. Minions, we're just like, this is a good show. Some elevator music get in the to background. Help, but hey, I'm fine. Look at him go. And All right. I, I, off I off the tangents that. now. All right, no, back this on is track. my tangent and I will ride it into the sunset. Well, speaking okay, of done. riding it into the sunset, it is time to move on to sports. Oh, yeah, we killed Dicey at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friends, Dicey Victory here. Going to tell you about the 2018 Smite Masters tournament that happened here this last week. So on Wednesday, Why So Serial fell to Nocturnes, while Team Rival overcame Masha Boys E United over Nocturnes, Team Dig- Dignitas over We Gom Servo, Space Station, defeats the Black Dragons. Going into Thursday, the Masha Boys faced Nocturnes, and Nocturnes drove the point home, knocking the Masha Boys out of the tournament. Wegom Servo fought valiantly, but in the end, the Black Dragons were victorious. The two big games of the day here, though, were Team Rival vs. E-United and Team Dignitas vs. Space Station. Rival comes out on top over E-United, 2-1, to one, while Team Dignitas also comes out over Space Station, 2-1. to one. On Friday, then, Space Station, in the loser's bracket, has to face Nocturnes. They're able to knock them out of the park with a 2-0 victory. 
United faces the Black Dragons in the in the loser's bracket, and is able to send them packing home as well. That left United versus Space Station in what was an intense and close games. But in the end, Space Station comes out on top, two to nothing. Saturday, the big game between Team Rival and Team Dignitas took place where Team Dignitas sent Team Rival home packing. You're going into the loser's bracket, buddies. Down in the loser's bracket, Team Rival then had to face off against Space Station, who was on a roll, but could they keep it rolling up against Team Rival? No, unfortunately they couldn't. Team Rival wins the day. Leading us up to Sunday, where Team Rival would go up against Team Dignitas. It was an intense match between two big-named, well-known teams. Rival would start off slow. Team Dignitas takes the early lead, gets it up to a 3-1. to one. Only needed one more game for the victory. Team Rival's work was cut out for them. They needed to win three in a row. They step up. They get the first one. They get the second one. And ladies and gentlemen, Team Rival gets the third. They won the tournament. Congratulations, Team Rival. Deathwalker, probably my MVP watching the games here today. So that's what I'm calling. Hey, back over to the news desk. How's it going with you guys? Well, hey, that was a great sports update. <laughs> Thanks, Dice. <laughs> Good job, Dicey. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Now that we got sports out of the way, let's hop over to the community section. So, hey, Beagle Girl, you got the community section up over there. I know you've been asking me about it and talking to me about it, and we, we discussed it earlier. So let's see how well you are paying attention. So this week's community challenge is, in your opinion, what is the hardest thing in Smite, or should I say, what what is something about Smite that you just don't understand? And um, let me just say, for one thing, you had a lot of typos in that. <laughs> sure. I was probably typing on my phone. That, and yeah, you'll get yeah. that in Discord chat. Understand. You already, Understand. Uh, you already gave Yuki a hard time about that. <laughs> I give everyone you can a, kiss my ass. I give everyone a hard time about it, even though I do it myself. All right. Okay. Well, I, I see guys uh, leading the way off here with this week's challenge. What's he got to say? Oops. Hang on. I just, um, I just... Shut off my tablet. She's not. Oops. She's not prepared. No, I. I don't Wait, know why I lost. Beagle my not again. prepared. No, I just. Dude, I did. <laughs> Dirt nap's she dad did here it again. <laughs> I can just see her turning her head right now. The <laughs> 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 beagle head tilt. <laughs> my god i actually so for guy this week she did for guy this week he says for me it's the assassin class that i just cannot get the hang of them well guy hang out with me more i got you it's because guys so used to because guys are one of our resident tanks he's used to running at him and laughing as they can't kill him Uh, i'll tell you guy i I sympathize with you I, i assassins and me like i don't have that i'm a very patient person in general but when it comes to, you know, playing games where I get to kill people, 
I'm not very patient. I want to go do it. And it just doesn't work with me and assassins so well. I've, I'm still learning that patience with them. All right, Ash, what does uh, Vio have to say this week? All right. He said this week's challenge, mage build, mage builds and or playing mages. The only ones I'm good at are the ones that aren't traditional burst combo mages as I understand them. Freya, Hades, Hell, Vulcan are a few I'm okay with. Chunga isn't too hard, but I can't seem to think about what's good to use on them for the situations I'm presented with, or else I just find their setup or combos boring, so I tend to avoid the ones I didn't list. Yeah, with the combo mages, it's it's being patient, especially uh, entering into a fight. Throwing an ability down, a lot of times, like, we'll use Poseidon as a good example. You throw your Whirlpool down, and you try to bait out Aegis or Beads or Escapes, whatever. And then you kind of just turn, like, I tend to, I'll throw it into a fight, and I'll turn around and back up out of range to wait for the cooldowns to reset and look for an opportunity. Even though they're called Burst Mages, sometimes the most, the best you can do is kind of poke and wait for someone to get themselves out of position. And then use that burst to just nuke them. Or if your tank gets a good CC on them, you know, same thing. But you got to try to stay back at a safe distance, but not so far back that, uh, you know, an assassin comes around and gives it to you up your poop scoop. I see that uh, Willow's giving us some shade over there from the Grove. What's he saying today? Willow has, uh, the hardest part for me is to understand how people can be so bad. Well, that's no, easy. but seriously. Watch the stream. <laughs> team play is super important and getting even the people in your voice comms to work together and follow a good strategy to get wins heck i find myself doing it as well sure there are gods i don't play well fuck you loki amen and roles sister. i don't play well really hunters do i have to hit every basic but team play is truly the hardest part of smite which is true because how are you yeah. supposed to communicate with people you can't communicate with yeah. which is why i don't play rank conquest goodbye yeah. Or the insta salt because uh, they didn't get the character they wanted or they didn't get the role they wanted, so they're just like, fuck this game, I'm over it. Look, or they, yeah. they yeah. died once early. Yep. Dude, shit happens. Dude, I, my name's Dirtnap Dad, not because I'm giving them out all the time, but usually because I get in the game and I'm like, fuck, I died already? All right, well, now that I got that out of the way, and then, you know, I only die like one more time the rest of the 40 minute match. And yep. it's just like, all right, I just had to get that one out early sometimes. You know, it, shit happens in the beginning of the game. You don't have all your abilities. You know, and stuff like that, you know, and, and you can't do everything. So you can't let that dictate your game. You got to understand it's a long game. You know, that's 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes long or whatever. And, you know, in that you just got to kind of roll with it and go with what's working for your team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just annoying how people can be so salty over stupid things sometimes. And it's just really annoying. So what's a uh, American zombie got to say this week there, Beagle? chests but especially hate that they add nonsense fluff to it like the fountain and ward skins nobody wants or things that don't belong why why is volcanic agni in the adorable chest what the heck is cute and adorable about vol volcanic agni or the fact 400 gem chests are twice as big as they used as they used to be for the same prices <laughs> so i have a little bit on this one i agree that the word skins and stuff should be kept separate. Yeah. But the Agni thing and the adorable chest, I don't know, to set the fucking furries on fire. Who knows? But <laughs> I, the thing with the chests... 
these adorable shit and it's like, put fucking volcanic agony in there. I'll get rid of that shit. <laughs> oh, but man. Uh, it, and there's a little bit of this. As far as the 400 gem chests, it's inevitable that chests are going to grow in size. We've got 95 gods now and God knows how many skins. I've got like 370 skins. They come out with like five skins a patch now. So at some point they're just going to grow. And that does suck if you don't have a lot of skins and you're trying to get ones with fewer direct purchases. And it's a free game. They got to make their money somewhere. I did my part. I bought a fuckload of shit. I've kind of moved away from that. I'm like, I've given them, you know, my tax return for the last two years. Opa. But so it just, and, and yeah, I agree. The fucking, I, I'm not a big fan of the chess system, but if I want something and it's my money, I'm going to pay for it. And then once you get ahead, and this is really hard to do, if you spend the money when gems are cheap, instead of buying 400 gems or 1200 gems a month, save up twice a year. Those gems go from like 40 to go from like, from like 40 to 60% off. And just yeah. well, dump well, an hey, immense let's, let's amount. That is what Black Friday. Black Friday and usually the birthday, right? Black. There's three times: Black Friday, like Christmas, New Year's, and, the and then their birthday. Right, Dan? You learn when these are. They're the week after you bought gems every yeah, time. Whatever. Last year. <laughs> also, I do want to point out they are working on the fact that the you know chests have so much in them that's faff. You know, just extra shit. They're giving yeah. us the winner's chest to try and give us extra chances to get Brav. rid of that shit. Like, it's, and this is they're doing the best stupid. they can to make it so that somebody gets rewarded more often yeah. than not. And, but the, and, you, and you this, can't have a 100% win ratio, you know? Yeah. And this is a, a big thing. And this is going to sound counterintuitive, especially when you get into, like, the bigger chests. Because some of those good skins you can get for free out of, like, the Enigma chests or whatever the other froofy one they give out occasionally is. But a big thing to, to do, if you're a person who's buying gems, use those gems you get weekly to buy the emote chest. Sounds dumb, but that's 366 items right now that aren't going to be an Enigma chest in somewhere else. They're, tw they're, they're 20 gems. You can get two of them a week and just slowly eat that away. Whenever, if I buy something and I've got 50 gems left over, I'll, I'll go buy two of those. I'll go roll that chest twice and, and get more of it out of the way. And so now when I get an Enigma chest, I'm going to get a skin or, you know, it's working on getting rid of those freaking ward skins that are fucking everywhere. And, yeah. and it's just, you, there is ways for free or really cheap and trivially to eat up the chaff. Um, okay, next up we have uh, Fro Double G here. Understanding gods have base protections was w and f what flat pen was needed, and learning that it isn't always time to fight. Yeah, flat pen. Always build, unless you're a tank, build some flat pen. Even if they're, they've got one squishy and four fucking supports, build some flat pen, or you'll still just be kind of fl flying against the wall when it comes to that carry. Yeah, I know. For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here with Fro and say that the that, that the pen, the whole penetration thing, is what boggles me at times. Because again, I'm into I play intuitively versus knowing the numbers and stuff. So when it gets to pen, it's one of those things where I'm like, I know I need it. I'm buying some things with it, but I 
don't always know exactly what I should be buying at times with it, you know, based off of what the other team's doing and what gods are in play and so forth. So that that is something that I've been trying to work on a little bit as well. There's uh, you know, well, both is, you know, and always learning when, when the time to fight is. Yeah, that that's really important too. So high five, bro. You're picking my brain here. Hey, hey uh, Beagle Girl, what, what did Yuki have to say there next? All right. All right. Um, okay. So what I'm go I see the hardest part is indeed watch watch eight ng potatoes run off a cliff. <laughs> and watch out for those cliffs. Yeah, I mean the cliffs in in Smiter are pretty nasty. So yeah, mm-hmm. definitely gotta watch out for them. Yeah. And then, uh, la- la- last up here is Nevea. What does she have to say there, Beagle? People getting salty because they didn't roll who they wanted in assault, so they just stay a tower back and spam VGS. Getting a god you may not know or not be good at is half the fun of assault. Just try it and learn a bit more how to play that god or how to build them, and when all else fails, you can always surrender at 10 minutes, which I so agree with. I hate when people just sit back and spam the VGS just because they didn't get who they want. It's like, I barely ever get the people I really want to play in Assault either, but I don't sit in the back of the tower and complain about it the whole game. And it is why I play, like, half the gods I play, because I tried them in Assault and I ended up loving them. Like AMC. Yep. <laughs> yep. I bought uh, I actually, yeah, It's why I don't mean going on... It's why I don't mind going on Assault binges, because mm-hmm. it forces me into guys that I'm not used to playing. I mean, look at me. I'm loving Kronos right now. Like, this guy's awesome, you know? Yeah. It's also how I was able to play Kukulane because, oh my god. I played him for the first time on Assault when I got him. I had no idea how to play him, but I was playing with Dan, so he told me how to build him and everything, and I had a lot of fun. Ah, five. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. Assault is a great game mode. Try it out. Just have some fun. Maybe maybe we'll we'll talk about that uh next uh not not well I guess we'll have patch notes next week so maybe the week after maybe we'll we'll talk about some assault gameplay. Wrapping things up here today, just a few things I'd like to throw out here for the community section is don't forget that we uh, uh are looking to do community spotlights and if you have something that you would like us to spotlight, let us know. I mean, if are you a young YouTuber or or, or, or streamer? you know, looking to get some exposure. Hey, we'd love to help you out and and incorporate you in here uh, to the podcast a little bit. So, you know, hit us up on the Discord, shoot us a, a tweet, you know, and, and let us know. Mm-hmm. Also, hey, if, you know, let us know what you want to hear about. I mean, if there's something, you know, that, 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 that's got you irked or, you know, is just tickling your fancy or just something you're just dying to know and you want to hear some good discussion on it, Shout out, you know, give us, give us a heads up and uh, we'll, we'll see about what we can do to accommodate you there for that. Last but not least is the community challenge. So if you could change one thing about Smite, one thing, one thing and one thing only, what would it be? Alrighty, folks, then to wrap things up here, I'm going to throw out everybody's Twitter handles here so you know how to get a hold of us. You can find myself here at Dirt underscore naps underscore dad. You can find Yuki at Yuki Gaming 22. You can find Dicey at Dicey Victory. You can find Beagle Girl at Beagle 
underscore girl 27. And last but not least, Dan heads up the Split Push Podcast Twitter at Split Push Podcast without the A. Because we're not Canadian around here. All about made in the USA. So, hey, when it comes to dirt maps, remember, you got to give them before you take them. And when all else fails, split push. <laughs>